It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. Uh, the Tricky Slick Track Series is still open to be joined. In fact, it's actually going to be running uh, Tuesday nights. We've had two weekly leagues, but you could still join in. Starting on November 1st, just go and have a good time. You might not be in it for the points, but just go out and have a good time. It's a, it is a lot of fun over on 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs. Joe's Karting, and I've also seen they got those uh, simulators up and running. So if you want to figure out what an iRacing rig is like, you can go over to Quaker Steak and Lube. They have a not just an iRacing computer, steering wheel. It's a full five-point, uh, oh, what was it called? Full containment seat. So you actually move. You'll feel if the butt end of the car kicks out, just like these drivers actually feel when they lose traction in the rear end of their cars. So uh, Joe's Karting in Council Bluffs, joeskarting.com. Carding with a K. Joining us on today's show, your 2022 Adams County Speedway Track Champion, Austin Paul in the Sport Modified Division. Austin is kicking off our 2022 Adams County Speedway Track Champions interviews tonight at Quaker Steak and Lube. Austin, man, thanks so much for coming up and uh, uh, sitting down with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. First question, where is Kyoto, Iowa? <laughs> I mean, I grew up in southwest Iowa. Yeah, you know, south. Okay. <laughs> Just south. <East. laughs> Near Sigourney in Washington, about 15 minutes or so, give or take a little bit. Okay. Yep. All right. Dirk, you ever been there? If Dirk nope. hasn't been there, that's saying something. Well, no, all it says is they don't have a racetrack. That, that that's pretty much. That's true. There's that's not a whole lot. <laughs> I've been to Corning many times, but they've got a racetrack. Well, now they've got a NASCAR Division Three national champion. So that true. can go up on the big board as you come into the uh, into town. That's a great Do idea. Do they have a big marquee as you come into town? Not, not really. Okay, I, Red Oak just got one about 10 years ago, and, and I'm not on there yet, so I don't really care. But, uh, <laughs> it, but uh, let's talk about your 2022 season. Uh, your thoughts on the season. Actually, let me back up because I've never had you on the show before. So how long have you been racing? I started racing when I was eight years old, so about 19 years ago. Wow. Uh, carts? Yep. Yeah. Outlaw wing carts there uh, south of Knoxville. They're at, uh, what was it, English Creek Speedway. Okay. Started there in the uh, box dock class. Got into the 125s. Got in with Larry Ball and his son, Jamie. And we just kind of just traveled around a bit. We went up to Missoula, Montana there for a a week over 4th of July to see what we could do when we were uh, showcasing the SKE chassis carts there. So it was a lot of fun. Learned a lot from Larry, a lot of driving, coaching from him. So it yeah. pays off. Probably done a few laps at Slideways then? Or yeah. Sideways, yeah. whatever they call that place. Yep, yep. Slideways Car. I have. That was fun. <laughs> um, and actually, now that I look at your profile, I see, did you relocate to Newton, Iowa? Yeah, so like in fourth grade, we moved there, you know, and went to school at PCM, yeah. graduated, got married, moved to Newton for a year, and then moved, now I live in Des Moines. Okay. All right. Uh, one little tip about Newton, Iowa, not that you'd ever need to because you live in Des Moines, but don't ever stay at the America's Best Inn just off the interstate. I they don't even they actually demolished anymore. that. Yeah, did they? Saying, they did. I, I, yeah, that's gone. I would say it, cl it collapsed. <laughs> I was just telling somebody the other day about oh. that. 
hotel. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, the scary was... part was when the door closed behind us and there were scratch marks on the bottom of it. And Dirt goes, well, do you think they lived? <laughs> My question is, why did you pick that place? It had good reviews on Hotels.com. Yeah. <laughs> and it, was, well, it wasn't cheap. I think we paid a buck thirty-nine. All I know is it looked like there was cocaine on the uh, counters, and there was, was probably 10 or 12 dead flies in the sink. I think they OD'd on the cocaine on the counter, yeah. and, I guess, and, and it, was, it was bad. No cell phone service. We left at Zero. 2 o'clock in the morning. Was that, that was a Knoxville trip. I think that there, was right? a Knoxville trip. I think it was it a yeah. late model or a 410? Yeah, I think it was the 410. We got back to the motel about 2 o'clock, and we're trying to make sure we're going to have a signal to do our live show Sunday morning. And... Uh, you know, we're standing out the back of his pickup, and he's holding the receiver up, and he goes, hey, we got one. And I said, yeah, let's just go home. Okay. Yeah. So We drove back to Omaha, got about an hour of sleep, <clears throat> drove to the radio station, did all the stuff we needed to do, and then went home and crashed. But it was, yeah. And Don't we live to tell the story. I, and I wouldn't even say rest in peace, America's best in, because that place could burn in hell, as far there, as I'm concerned. There were trees growing in the swim pool, the indoor swim the, pool. Well, yeah, and the, uh, the game room, which was a... Foosball table from Kmart. It wasn't even full size. It was a miniature foosball mm. table. Anyways, yeah. uh, so now you're living in Des Moines, making the trip down to Adams County Speedway. Where else did you race this year? I think that's it, actually. Just Adams County Speedway? Yeah, I mean, we practiced and tuned a little bit there at Lee County Speedway just to get a feel oh. for the car, just to see if it changed much or not from last previous season. Picked up right where it left off, and we tried a couple new setups while we were there, and you know, had to take into consideration we're running American racers on it. So obviously there's a little more tire there. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it went pretty smooth and we just went up to Adams County each week. Uh, why Adams County? Uh, good place to race, to be honest. Yeah. You know, everything's a, a lot more of a home feel compared to some tracks you get to, you know, if you travel a while or whatnot, you kind of just, you seem to be more of a digit to some tracks unlike Adams County Speedway, and there's very few tracks like that around. So it means yeah. a little bit more. Did you get that endorsement check in the mail for him? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm impartial. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. It, you know, Austin can tell a little bit more about this, but Austin, he kind of lucked into this championship, but yet he didn't. Because the way I say that is, a year ago, Austin was going to Shelby County Speedway, and it rained out. Well, you already came all the way from Newton this far, so well, let's just go down to Corning. And uh, we're fortunate enough that uh, Austin came down and had a few good runs last year, and, and he chose to make us his home track this year. So, um, you know, it's fortunate that Mother Nature uh, rained that night, and, and we were fortunate to have Austin join us and put a good, good points battle and a good season together with us. And, and who would have imagined a year ago, Austin, that we'd be sitting here talking about a national championship? It's a pretty remarkable Not thing me. to bring home to a small-town <laughs> uh, racetrack. Yeah, no. That's still sinking in. Yeah, it's a, and, uh, a good win for you. I think, uh, what, 95-point advantage uh, at the end of the season. So uh, just kind of midway through the season, you're feeling like you got a shot at this. Just don't screw it up. No. I mean, I had my buddy keep track of points for me. I did not know where I wanted to be. Really? Or I didn't want to know where I was. It's like every, you know, maybe once a month, I'd kind of peak at, by accident. But yeah. other than that, it's like, I don't care where I'm at. I'm just, we had one goal in mind, and that was to get as many W's as we could this year, and that's just how it worked out. Man, started the season off with three wins in a row. Yeah. That had to feel pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> one word for it. Yeah, one way to put it, yeah. yeah. And he's uh, not your typical points racer either, because I had to explain to the guy at the end of the season, well, how does this point system work? I mean, how does this work for this? Uh, it's completely different so, than yeah. non-sanctioned probably, or IMCA. It was throwing me through a loop. Yeah. It's <clears throat> a good thing, because you know what it's like when guys know points, they know what they got to do. Kind of coming in a little <clears throat> line, not knowing it, like Austin said, it was all about wins for him this year, and he definitely took care of business. Yeah, he definitely did. I mean, that's uh, looking at your stat sheet down here, I mean, it's what, you got a third place, uh, I think you had a bad night in week number five, you only got, uh, let's see, 87 points, it'd be about a fifth, sixth, seventh place finish, somewhere around in there, so I mean. Let's say we had, what, 15 points races, 14 top fives, 15 top tens. And nine so. wins on the year, I mean, that's a hell of a year. Uh, one of the cool things, this guy that, that is walking by the table now, has done it before, is uh, do you guys get to go to North Carolina and, and do the whole experience? So to my understanding this year in Austin, I'll probably say a little bit more, uh, it sounds like that has moved to PRI this yep. year, is where the awards are going to be for the yep. national okay. champions. Okay. Mm. I mean, still, that's an awesome experience to be able to go and do that, and not a lot of people get to say they're a NASCAR national champion. Like, you're yeah. right up there with guys like Tony Stewart and <laughs> like. Kyle Busch and, you know. <laughs> There's some drivers if that would pass it, off, pass it off as they were the same ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe someday. I wonder why they changed that to PRI, because NASCAR always had the guys up there to show them, yeah. you know, their R&D center and everything. I mean, that's pretty cool. I've yeah. seen it. And, but I wonder why they moved it to PRI. That's interesting. I think uh, part of the downfall is this thing called COVID. COVID kind of ruined everything for a lot of us, because yeah. this is, I believe, the last two mm -hmm. years, guys have not had the opportunity. So, fortunately, Austin's at least going to get an opportunity to go somewhere uh, well, and be yeah. honored, you know, on a big stage. So. Oh, and still, if, if it's during the week of the PRI show, the PRI show is awesome. Yeah, yeah so. so I got an email and a phone call from the lady from NASCAR. Of course, Mike my Hilton. phone silenced it. I'm like, well, who in the world <laughs> is this? So I listened to my voicemail. I'm like, oh, man, I got to call this lady back. Like, yeah. she has some information for me. Of course, you listen to the voicemail, and you couldn't get all the digits. So I'm just scrambling, trying to, you know, listen to it over and over and over again. And yeah. finally get it, get a hold of her. You know, it's on Saturday night. The banquet is. And flying out Friday and then flying back here to Des Moines Sunday. So. That's awesome. I mean, that's just such a cool. I mean, I think about it for some of these other drivers that, you know, doing a, a track banquet is really cool. But being flown to another area to sit on a big stage in front of a lot of people, uh, that's an awesome experience. Have, yeah. Have you ever got to do anything like that? You ever no. been to PRI or anything like that? Never been to PRI, yeah. but they did mention that if I was interested, I could get discounted tickets. So I'm like, yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> Why not a pass? So we're going a day early, and we're like, going to go see PRI. Uh, so. is, is that your wife? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're going to want to tell leave the checkbook at home. <laughs> and I mean, the credit it, cards. Yeah. It's... <laughs> You think it's bad enough the Speedway Motors bill? Wait till you go to PRI. All of a sudden, you're gonna have new fire suits, new new uh, fire suppression well, system. New. As a national champion, he might be getting maybe a free fire suit. Oh, yeah. or something. There's people to network with up at that place. That would be a, that's gonna be an awesome experience. But we're talking with Austin Paul once again. You're sport modified or B modified? You guys B modified down there? B mods. Okay, B modified track champion down at Adams County Speedway. Uh, We've talked about your season, good year on it, uh, or good season for you. How do you follow it up? I mean, are, do you start next season thinking, all right, 15 wins. Let's go for 15 wins. Obviously, we want to pick up that track championship again. Oh, basically, you know. I mean, it's just where I work at, we're never satisfied, always evolving, et cetera. And 
that's basically what I carry to my race team. You know, it's yeah. like one little accident happens, you know, it happens, but we can do better. It's like, we all know better, you know, we're, we try to be as professional as we can, everything like that. And we just do our jobs and it worked out very well this year. Where do you work full time? Uh, Willis Automotive. I'm a certified Lexus technician. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice cars. Yeah. I heard. They're, I've never they're, they're nice cars, but one. it's a little challenging to work on. I bet. <laughs> I bet. You got to stay really clean, which is something. <laughs> so you're the actual tech that's working on stuff? Yeah. One of them. Okay. And that's in Des Moines? Yep. Do you like that a lot? Good stuff? Yeah. Is there anything you glean from working there that you're able to apply to the race there's quite a bit. Other than the ethic of just like work hard and, and it'll pay off. So there's quite a bit, but I don't know if I should mention some of it on the air. No, that's okay. <laughs> Nobody really yeah, listens. There, there are definitely some engineering tricks for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I mean, we talk about. The hardest <clears throat> sport was you talk about some of the really good guys. They were engine builders, and they they did that for a full time living, and then they kind of in their shop kind of tweaked around a couple of things and found extra horsepower because they did it in their shop. Right. So for in order to remain certified through Lexus, we actually I have to go to Chicago again in the next couple of weeks, and they actually have four Japanese engineers there and some translators. So you can learn a lot from those guys. Yeah. Like it's just unreal. I'll well, bet I, the wiring on your car looks good. The wiring of your car looks <laughs> Here we go. Are you bringing up some of these rumors that are going around, or do we need to talk I, we, about we those? We don't know anything. We don't, yeah. I, literally, we don't oh, know let's anything. let's clear the air. I'm just thinking of somebody. Billy, what did we stumble tech, into? Have some All good I'm going to say is when you guys said that, you know, maybe he could win 15 races next year, Austin, please don't win 15 races. I don't care what class you're in, because I'm going to have one hell of a headache if he wins 15. Uh, okay, well, I'm sorry to put it together. There was apparently a couple of guys said you were paying off the uh, tech, inspe- tech inspectors, the officials. Oh, really? You must have been illegal. I didn't see those paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you wouldn't write Sam, them. You would have been writing them. Oh, me, really? I'm not even aware of those. They was must that have the been wife? stamped. Was she the one writing? No. <laughs> no, there was a lot of rumors and stuff. I don't know. If we really want to get a whole lot into that, but we have nothing to hide. It, you know, I, I was telling guys there, you know, if you want help, all you have to do is ask. Yeah. That's literally, we all started at stage one, didn't know anything. I learned a lot from a lot of really good drivers, one being Curtis Vanderwall. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, it's just no different now. I have quite a bit of knowledge under me now where it's just like, if you have a question, ask me. I'll yeah. be straightforward with you. You know, if you want to look at something, we'll talk about it. Or if you want to discuss it, discuss, you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Nothing to hide. There's just... Everything's just there. I mean, I, I do get a kick out of guys that because I mean, being the announcer at a couple of tracks, you, you walk around the pits afterwards and you hear, "Well, he's got to be cheating." Oh yeah. Well, he just passed tech inspection. Well, they're not. They're not checking that tonight. Yeah. This. So he th- knew ahead of time what they were checking, and that's what was illegal. This this year proved <laughs> that the faster you are, the less friends you have. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It really yeah. did, unfortunately. That's too bad. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. you had to go through that, but uh, you get to hold that championship trophy high and proud, and uh, you definitely should. Let's make sure and thank, thank some of those great uh, sponsors that are helping you guys up and down the road. Oh, for sure. Uh, Stevens Erosion Control, Spencer's Chop House and Tavern, uh, McCunn Specialty Firearms, Bob Harris Enterprises, Willis Automotive, and Ottaway Ag Control, or Ag Center, my bad. Um, Tom Smith Trucking. Just big thanks to everybody. Super wrench. They did repair our toter when we broke down Super that wrench. one weekend. Thank That's the, right. Thank the girlfriend. I have to give the a wife. wife. <laughs> thank the girlfriend when she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> 
I'm going to get you in trouble one way or another. <laughs> yeah, I got to thank Super Wrench for that. They did, you know, they were able to get a transmission for us and reinstall it by the following weekend in our wow. toter. So wow. big awesome. thanks to them. All right, staying in the, the B mods, nope. are you going to move into another class? You're going mod. modified, right? Going return. That's right. We were talking about that earlier yeah. this week when you confirmed yeah. you'd come down. Uh, you already purchased yourself a A mod. Yep. Where at? Uh, through Bob Harris, of course. Oh yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Was it around here or, uh, or Bob Harris is through a is in Ames, but okay. they get built at GRT there in was it Arkansas, I believe. Green yeah. 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 Well, so, that's awesome. Yep. Good for so you. A, a GRT by Harris, then. Yep. Technically. I yep. love hearing guys moving up into the modified class because yep. it's that's one class that seems like more guys are moving out of. They're getting stock cars and mm. putting their uh, their modifieds up on jack stands. I know we raced twenty or uh, twenty twenty we ran a mods and I enjoyed that a lot. Learned it learned a lot. So I'll be excited to return back to that class. Yep. Sticking with Adams County Speedway next year. Yeah. Good. Yep. All yep. right. Awesome. Anything else? No, but we have like 10 more minutes. We started late with me. I'm getting my full 30. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm two hours away, so we're That's making right. this worth it. Did you guys get dinner yet? Yeah, we did. You, did, you already ate dinner? Why? Yeah. Do you want to pick up the bill? Good Lord. <laughs> I own a podcast. I don't have money for a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, Dan, one of the interesting stories about Austin this year is, and he can tell you, I, I want to know how nervous were you coming to the racetrack one night? Because Austin's the guy that shows up every week. 3.15. You look out the gate, man, we're still prepping track. Here's Austin already. Man, yeah. why is this guy here so early? Now I know why. You're what, 20 miles, 30 miles from the track, and the truck breaks down, and yeah. your night, your season was almost over at that point. Yeah, because the rig and the race car is technically outside of Newton, and I just live in Des Moines. So I'll actually, you know, either go the night before, my wife and I will, and we'll just spend the night there at my parents or whatnot, you know, do the car work, what's needed and everything, finish up what's needed, so to speak, since there's a lot of maintenance done on it. And then we'll just take off from there, and you're talking another 20 minutes on the opposite side of Des Moines, and then, you know, go through Des Moines, get to Adams County, and I was unfortunately the one driving that day when mm. the transmission went out. So How far away from the track did it go out? 28 miles. Okay. I was going to say, because I was yeah. like, are you like a couple of miles outside? Yeah. We were like, We Come missed on. hot laps, and it was getting to the point where I looked at my dad. I'm like, worst comes to worst, we'll put the shop set tires on, and I'll drive the thing 28 miles down the road. That's what <laughs> I was we have say. to, whatever it takes to hit the green. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Let's unload this thing. Because it's like I'm we got to maintain track. points, because obviously yeah. we knew we were leading in the track points, but I didn't even know about national points until a month before it ended. Yeah. Because that's when I started talking to Billy about it with some things and some questions I had. It's like, I don't know, we're second in points right now. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you've mentioned your dad a couple of times. Is it a family operation? You and your dad involved pretty heavily in the Oh, yeah. In the Very much so. Yep. Is, was he a racer before? No. No? So his dad actually always took him to CJ Speedway when he was a young kid. And then we got into it, you know, back in 2004 for dirt carts, whatnot. Fast forward several years and you know we got into sport mods in 2010 then 2019 i had my accident where i got picked up for a ride when a mod and everything like that and we didn't really have i mean we did good obviously no doubt about it we got the track championship and the modified but everything like that but we just one thing came into another and we ended up racing cj speedway for a couple of years got a track championship there so it kind of helped you know bring memories back to my dad so to speak yeah. so that was pretty cool that's awesome uh, yeah uh, and then uh, you kind of glazed over. What all have you raced? You, we've talked uh, outlaw cage carts. Outlaw cage carts, flat carts, um, A mods, A mods, B mods. 
Growing up so close to Knoxville, Iowa, how are you not in a sprint car? I never got offered a ride yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. 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 The key I, right there. Yet. I would try it. I really would. I'd try almost anything if they uh, somebody came to me and offered a ride. Sure, why not? Yeah. Shoot. Can't pass it up. It'd be an interesting opportunity to go tackle. Oh, it'd be really different. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> All right. Uh, what's your long-term goals? Uh, do you have a class you want to be in, or right now your Modifieds next? We're going to have fun on the Modifieds and see what I, comes after that. You know, my parents started taking me to West Liberty about when I was four or five years old, and I remember playing on the bleachers there as a kid, and whenever the late models came out, that's when I would just stop playing and just watch them. So it's really? like, that's what I want to race, whether if it's World of Outlaw or Lucas Oil. That would be ultimately my goal. Yeah. It's just a matter of trying to find my way into it. That's right. another thing. So or, you grew, uh, up, grew up watching Steve Bowley and Gary Oh, yeah, Webb Brian Burkhofer, yeah. Simpsons, yeah. Oh, yeah. That bunch. I love that track. That's a great track. Yeah. Uh, hoping to join the uh, Hoker Trucking East Series for the Super Late Model sometime, someday? Oh, I mean, if I get a ride, yeah. Yeah, okay. Love that. Right. <laughs> Somebody out there, give this poor kid a ride. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? You got anything else, Dirk? I'm, I'm trying to stall to get into his time. <laughs> well, I got a lot of memories. I could talk for a long time about West Liberty. Yeah, we could, uh, couldn't we? Uh, Billy, help me out. Anything? I don't want to talk about West Liberty. <laughs> it's, I, I've been there a couple times. It is a, it is a big monster. Uh, you know, how does that compare? Obviously, you probably never raced there. Maybe you have, Austin, but being a half-mile racetrack, how does that, uh, you know, adapt to the Adams County Speedway? Obviously, it's a pretty flat one over there. Oh, West Liberty? Yeah, that's a whole... That's a whole different monster. I love half miles, but I have to be honest, West Liberty is probably one of those that really, I wouldn't say stress me out, but they kind of worry me a little bit because it's like I love the momentum and everything that carries, but it's like turn three comes fast. But it's like, you know, when you're halfway there, it's like, well, it's not there yet. And then all of a sudden it's just there and it's just so flat. It doesn't take much to tap a wall or anything. That's like stop signs to me. <laughs> Weird. I come up on stop signs and I'm like, ah, oh, there are ways. Shit, there it goes. <laughs> there come the lights, right? Yeah, behind you. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a big momentum track, sort of like Southern Iowa Speedway. Adams County reminds me of a lot of CJ Speedway, but the next step up. Because, you know, the difference in bankings, the difference in straightaways, just things like that. I think that's what really helps me. Now, the one there. thing I found interesting about West Liberty is where the flag stand is. Hmm. I mean, it's almost in turn one. It's clear down the end of the chute. You know, most tracks try and pretty much center it up, but not at that place. It's like the end of the grandstand. Uh, give me one thing that you would like to lean on Billy to make changes at Adams County Speedway next year. The payout. <laughs> not a problem. He's going A mod. It's even better than the B mod. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, they cost fair. a little bit more, so <clears throat> it's going to go in the negative direction. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I would like if. If it was possible, more, not that it was a bad thing, because it really wasn't, but I love dry slick tracks. Like, I used to be strong against dry slick tracks, but it just takes a lot more driver skill to drive on a dry slick track. Heavy tracks, you only need half the car for it to be there in order to have traction. You know, you race dry slick, you got to have something in your car to make it work. So it's just a matter of having that, but, you know, big thanks to my whole crew on that, especially Rod Walters, you know. The guy has a lot of know-how, and I learned a lot from him. So yeah. I'm very thankful for him being on my team. Was it your dad that started running the number five? My dad never raced. So the story your on the five. Grandpa. Oh, Sorry. my grandpa. 
No, he never even raced. Okay. So I used to be number eight. So originally when we were looking at go-karts, wing karts, so to speak, there was a Dale Jr. replica paint scheme that I believe came maybe out of North Carolina and actually had a twin engine on it of some sort. And, of course, we just bought it as a roller, put our own engine on it, and we just stayed as number eight. But then I had an accident in, what was it, 2009, where I totaled the cart. And then one of Larry Ball's crew guys had a SKE ready. We just had to get it from him. And so we joined his team, Outlaw Karting of Iowa, back then. Became the third number five on their team and just stayed five ever since. Yeah. It's always interesting to me how the numbers come about. Yeah. Because that's a fun story. Some people are like, oh, I just picked it. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah, well, wrecked to get this one. (laughs) So you you got a little stake in it. To yeah. get to get that to that number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I got. You got anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? <sighs> now that you ask me, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna wrap it up for turn number one. We're gonna let Austin hit the road. Uh, but you should do the triple atomic challenge wings here. Do no. you like hot stuff? I love hot stuff, but I'm not gonna kill myself over it. All right. <clears throat> Your loss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> challenge. If yeah. he wins the championship next year, right back here, you're from. There you go. Sure, but a mod okay. track championship in your rookie season, all by the triple more, atomic challenge. Yeah, with wins. more money, but it won't. Do I get more than thirty season. minutes next time? And it's not your rookie season, right? It'll but, be in the a mod. Yeah, a mod anyway. I thought this was A-Mod. my first year ever in NASCAR. Well, NASCAR I'm not talking sanctioned. about NASCAR. I'm talking about a mod. Have you driven a mods before? Yeah, 2020 was okay, my first full be, official year. Hey Billy, will it be his rookie season at Adams County Speedway in the a mods? I, I can't answer that question because I'm not sure the direction we're going, but it, it oh. will most likely be his rookie season in an AMOT, yes. Okay. What That's do you mean the I direction mean. you're as going? As long as he has never possessed a NASCAR license, that nope. would make him a rookie, no matter okay. how old he is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we figured that out, right? What's up? There's a number of drivers that age doesn't matter. They're going to be rookie of the year. Uh, Luke Cochran almost won it in the Nebraska 360s, and he's like 80-something. I'm just kidding, Luke. I'm and he's sorry. only got one leg. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Did he lose a leg? Almost. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's right. When he got in that accident, that ended that one. Forgot all about that. That's going to do it for us in turn number one. Make sure to tune in next year. Uh, he'll win. Awesome Paul will Ouch. win the 2023 Adams County Speedway Modified Track Championship. He'll be right back here at Quaker Steak and Lube doing the Triple Atomic Challenge with me. I'll do it with you. <laughs> okay. Jordan Grabowski's doing it with him this year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. November yeah. 7th. Yeah. Come Sounds on back. awful. Not we're trying to get Flow Racing to put it on, but I don't think we're having much luck. <laughs> Might have to go with uh, Advantage <laughs> Racing or MCA TV. Uh, that's going to do it for us in turn number one. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in turn number two. Hang tight. We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. 
a new hard drive from Taylor Computers in Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back, but it's gonna run faster, cooler, and the battery's gonna last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Get over to Quaker Steak and Lube every Tuesday for all you can eat wings nights. Can you break uh, Dirk and James's record of around 40? Now, I know that uh, that you have essentially filed a protest with the sanctioning body about the official number of James's wings, but uh, you're pretty firm on your 40 wings, eight. Oh, yeah. I'm firm on my 40, and like I said, I'd have kept going, but... Um... When I started to get the meat sweats, that was my body telling me that I'll be miserable if I keep going. So I went ahead and called it an afternoon. The meat sweats are absolutely real. Oh, they uh, are. Absolutely. Let's That's give. Saying, you have you have absorbed way too much protein. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, let's give an update. Trying to digest it. Yeah. All right, let's give an update on Shane Hyatt. There's a lot of uh, moving parts to this. Uh, seems to kind of be, you know, like, well, I mean, like I've experienced with some uh, intense situations or critical situations where it's, you know, up one minute and, and kind of down the next. But uh, we got an update. Jeez, I mean, just what, 15, 10 minutes, 15 minutes before we started recording that apparently this morning Shane had developed a little bit of a blood clot. So the doctors had put him back under and uh had uh performed a procedure I, I don't i thought maybe they added a tube i might be misunderstanding that but they'd also given him some medication to help break up the clot and it looks like uh that is working the draining is uh is going very well and uh that was the latest update as of recording on uh wednesday night for uh for, from kylie hyatt shane hyatt's wife so good news yeah. there and uh great to hear that the way I take it is that, that tube was probably that drain tube was probably put in during the original surgery, because if you read the article closely, it, evidently the clot formed that stopped the draining. Okay. And tube it slowed the tube down to to just about nothing. But yes, this last report says it's flowing better than it ever did. You know, it's definitely a positive. Yeah, that is absolutely positive. There is a lot going on. Um, like I said, a lot of moving parts to this, a lot of people that are stepping up and trying to help out any way they can with uh, with donations and funds. And I mean, just it's there's a lot of stuff uh, that are circulating with um, charity dinners and uh, stickers and wristbands and auctions wow. and Facebook waffles and stuff like that. So um, what I've been able to to do so far, uh, we ended up getting uh, uh a bunch of stickers made right now. I've got, uh, I think 246 in my possession. A hundred of them have been claimed on social media, but I'm, I'm not going to do like a whole lot of the sticker until this person pays me. It's just basically like I, I needed to know if I had a good number of people. And so far already, just with people messaging me privately and posting on my private pages and the face front stretch, Facebook pages, 
and messaging the front stretch. About 100 tickets or 100 stickers are already gone, but I plan on being down at Quaker Steak and Lube Thursday night uh, around 6 o'clock. I'll be there for about an hour, hour and a half. I'm going to have dinner, and uh, I'm going to have a stack of of, uh, stickers with me. On Friday, I'm going to take the remaining stickers to James Rowland, who is then going to be at uh, Twin Rivers in Beatrice on Saturday. So I'm taking over to him on Friday. He's going to take him over to Twin Rivers on Saturday. I believe he's going to be there from uh, 10 a.m. to noon. And then he's also working to try to find a sports bar that supports racing in Lincoln to kind of post up and hang out from 1 to 3. And that's when those stickers will be available. I understand that uh, Tessa Johnson, a former Miss Eagle Raceway, is going to be at uh, Twin Rivers on Saturday morning. She's got wristbands that are um, for Shane and, and to show support for Shane. Those will be available at Twin Rivers. I assume she's probably going to go with James Saturday afternoon. But I also did just read that the West Side Bar and Grill in Stromsburg is going to be holding a... Um, Michigan Nebraska football viewing party and they're going to be doing um, raffles and proceeds to benefit Shane's medical uh, fund so uh, bar opens up at two o'clock $15 domestic buff buckets uh, TD shots and raffles along with uh, I know that I'm going to be getting uh, Jared Adkins some of those stickers so that he can uh, sell them at that bar too. So that's going to be going on Saturday afternoon at the West Side Bar and Grill in Stromsburg, Nebraska. Uh, I've never been to Stroms- Stromsburg. Where, you got an idea where you can point me in the direction where that's at? Um, It's south of Columbus, north, I think right on high. I think it's right off of Highway 81, um, north of I-80. Okay. Um, maybe... 25, 30 miles. Looks like it's directly north of York. Oh, York, excuse me. Okay. Well, yeah, that's Highway 81. McCool Junction is six miles south. So, okay. yeah, that's Highway 81. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the same spot. I just threw the wrong word out there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, that's that's going to be going on Saturday. I'd love to get there and try to help out, but I got to be at uh, a wedding on Saturday afternoon. So, um, pay attention to the Front Church Facebook page as this continues to develop. We will make sure and be getting that information out to you guys so that uh, you know where to donate, how to donate, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, There's a QR code that I created for the GoFundMe account, but I know that uh, all Pinnacle Bank locations in Nebraska have access to the Shane Hyatt Medical Fund slash benefit. And you could donate cash, check, whatever. You could transfer money to that location. That's a bank account that has been set up to help uh, offset some of the expenses, not only the medical bills that the insurance company uh, may not cover, but also the um, traveling expenses, the food, the, you know, the extra stuff that that the Hyatt family is going to have to take on over the next couple of months as Shane begins to recover. So all that great stuff will be available. Again, that's at any Pinnacle Bank location in Nebraska. And make sure you tell them that you want to donate to the Shane Hyatt Benefit Medical Account. All that money will go right in there, and Kylie's got access to that so that she can uh, help uh, take care of everything that she needs to as she's helping uh, Shane recover. So I think I think that's kind of a update as far as we can give right now, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, uh, like I said, that latest update that uh, whatever 
the blood thinner clot reducer, whatever you want to call it, that they put in him this morning had worked, and they were very happy with that. It sounds like you know, Kylie and the staff, you know, sounds like everybody was was pleased with that. So, um, you know, after a little bit of a setback, they got a big step forward. And he's. It sounds like he's been kind of opening up his eyes and, you know, interacting. It doesn't sound like he's speaking or really making a lot of communication, but at least interacting with the people around him. All right. uh, Let's discuss some of the news that has happened. Uh, One of them that we didn't talk about a couple of weeks ago was the NASCAR uh, Motorsports Appeals Panel upheld the penalty for Cole Custer and the number 41 team. This was after the uh, the situation at the Charlotte Roval where uh, Cole Custer made some questionable moves. It allowed Chase Briscoe to get by and for Chase Briscoe to uh, qualify for the next round. And um, NASCAR felt they had enough evidence that the 41 team had deliberately, this isn't wow. their exact words, but deliberately interfered with the result of the radio, of the end of the race. So they find him 50 points. And a hundred thousand dollars. So both um, Cole was fined a hundred thousand dollars, and his crew chief was fined a hundred thousand dollars. The team was fined fifty owner points, and uh, Cole was fined fifty driver points. I remember the uh, the article going around, or the statement from Stuart Haas Racing. We vehemently disagree with NASCAR's penalty, and will uh, will appeal this. Well, the appeals panel reviewed everything, and quite frankly, to my surprise, not only did they uphold it but they didn't reduce the penalty at all. Yeah. Well, and and the neat part about it is then he turned around and did the same thing to Martinsville, (laughs) but nobody said a word about that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, and and again, it, you know, I, I kind of go back to NASCAR made a statement that they said that after reviewing the radio chatter and looking at the telemetry on his car, it was blatantly clear to us that he interfered with the natural result of that race. And that's a rule that they put into place after the whole issue uh, with um, Michael Waltrip racing at, was it Richmond? Uh, yes, it was at Richmond. What used to be the cutoff race. Right. And they they basically put a rule in there that says that if we believe that you interfere with the result of the race and thus um, affect who, essentially who makes it into the playoffs or makes it into the next round or benefits a teammate in a certain way, um, that they're going to penalize you. Uh, competitors are expected to perform at a hundred percent of their um, ability and, and not to make any kind of, uh, Oh, I wrecked. Oh, I slowed down. Oh, this happened, whatever. Um, and NASCAR felt, felt like they had enough evidence based on the telemetry and the radio chatter that uh, they decided to penalize them and the appeals panel held it up. So, um, interesting kind of result there. I the part that surprised me was that NASCAR has not had a very good uh, streak of con- getting penalties to maintain. Well, but then they came out and they made that adjustment to the uh, uh, to the appeals panel. Remember, it's oh all yeah, or so that they couldn't throw, it, throw the yeah. penalty out, or you got to keep it as we do it. You can't mm-hmm. just take a part of it. That uh, that kind of that's probably why you didn't see some type of a reduction or reduction or an adjustment in this mm-hmm. case or a reduction. That- I mean, we'll go with that. Combining words. That's fine. <laughs> you created a new word. <laughs> I'm good at that. I used to really be good at it. Uh, NASCAR announced- I slowed down. 
<laughs> NASCAR announced earlier this week that uh, start times for start times and networks for the 2023 race season. Uh, I don't think it's necessary to go over it. Not a lot has changed. Uh, maybe it might move a little bit forward here, a little bit back there, but for the most part, it seems like everything's pretty much the same. Tickets for the Chicago Street Race are on sale this uh, actually today. You can go to NASCAR.com or NASCARChicago.com to get your tickets. 1-888-629-7223. Two-day reserve tickets start at $465. Two-day general admission tickets start at $269, and they're going to go on sale at a later date. So only the two-day reserve tickets are available um, starting today. I didn't see what time, probably about 10 a.m., about time this gets published. And that is over the uh, July July race weekend, uh, July 1st and 2nd of 2023. And that's, I mean, it's a road course, so it's going to be temporary grandstands. I'm not sure exactly what they're planning as far as concession setups. Mm-hmm. I mean, the city of Chicago, they could, you know, wherever they put a grandstand up, they could just bring in a food truck, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously there'll be porta potties all over town and everything else, but for anybody that doesn't know the sales tax will be stupid on those tickets also. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Chicago's like 10 and a half percent or something on sales tax. Just ridiculous. Oof. So expect to plan on, plan on that extra 10% folks. Well, and I wonder if they might've worked out a deal with the, uh, with the, uh, city of Chicago to waive that tax for maybe a year or two. I don't know if it would be a year or two, but maybe for their event for mm-hmm. a year or two. But yeah, to yeah. waive the tax, that wouldn't happen. But uh, yeah, I to be honest with you, I don't know if they would do that. And Chicago's, you know, it's been for years one of the crookedest towns in the, in the United States. But yeah, uh, not just years, decades. I mean, the the mob ran that town. 20s, oh yeah, hundred years 30s. ago. Yeah, yeah, hundred years ago. It just dawned on me that the 1920s was a hundred years ago. <laughs> so I didn't create a new word. I thought you were, no. oh God, because I created another word. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I, not a lot going on this weekend. I don't think there's any racing. Sounds like it's going to get a little bit chilly. Um, I think the next local race that we could, that's really going to be going on is probably the Turkey chase in uh, a couple weeks yeah and uh i mean something that's actually halfway local it's not really that far away is the dirt in the dome you know that's just a a quick day's drive down to st louis as opposed to to making a much longer drive to vegas or yeah you know something like that so we got through the phoenix race and the championship we survived your wing eating or i survived it i don't know you did i barely survived it Barely, Jordan. <laughs> do you want to say it, or do you, do we leave his his uh, integrity intact? <laughs> well, I will say, I think he did. I thought his idea of just slamming the five wings was a lot better than yours. Of course, you were talking and thanking all the people that donated. Yeah, you know, and killing yourself. But I think his way of slamming it might have been the better way to go. Probably. He seemed to have fared a lot better than I did, but it was all for a good cause. That was fun. I posted a picture of his plate. He didn't touch any of the celery or the carrots, (laughs) but I posted that 
the five wings and the basket on Facebook. And I had people thinking I was stupid enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was hot. And that video will be out. I think I'm planning on probably publishing that on uh, Saturday morning. So um, I'll, we'll publish that whole video. I'm, I'm probably, I'm going to have to trim it down a little bit because there was just, just some times of, of long drawn out, but uh, I'll get that video posted so everybody can watch it. And um, we'll be uh, talking in the next uh, probably two or three months about getting fired up for, the 2023 goal. So uh, hang tight with that. Uh, speaking of the Turkey chase, we were talking about a couple of minutes ago. That's uh, 15 days from when we publish uh, the 2022 Turkey, Turkey chase at the Lancaster event center. It will be broadcast on advantage racing TV. So those guys are going to have a long day. I'm kind of excited about that. I've, I've never gotten out to the chili to the Turkey chase. And um, I'm, you know, usually got too much stuff going on. So I'm going to have to get a subscription to advantage racing TV for those uh, couple of days and, and watch some cart racing. Yeah. I haven't been down to the Turkey chase yet. I've been to one indoor race and uh, just for me personally, um, it was just a little too much fumes for me. Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't stick out the whole day. I, you know, watched several races and cut out that was over at the Mac center. I don't know, 10 years ago, I think give or take mm -hmm. so i'm not well, much it was, in it was over at the turkey at the at the mid-america center jody krug had a race over there oh that nebraska yeah, shootout in december um all i remember is it was like the week after the monster trucks the dirt okay. was already there so okay he just said you know let's go ahead and rent it for another week and you know then he paid for the cleanup and the other outfit had paid to bring the dirt in so mm -hmm. Yeah, and by the way, that uh, monster truck show uh, is scheduled for November 26th and 27th, I believe. So they're coming back to the Mid-America Center on November 26th and 27th. But I think they're fans of iHeart now, aren't they? Um, I don't know. I haven't reached out to them since we left radio. I probably need to. But anyways. I just kind of remember that towards the end that they'd switched over and were doing everything with iHeart. Yeah. Gave us no love at the end. All right. I think that's going to do it for us for today's show. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, we are going to switch to just one a weeks for the next uh, couple of months. There's just not a lot of news to talk about. If something breaks on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, uh, then we will, we could easily jump in and do a special show on Thursdays, but for the most part, we're going to switch to just uh, Tuesdays for the time being. We've got all the interviews scheduled. Uh, actually we have interviews booked recorded and ready to go through the end of the year. We wrapped up all of the Eagle raceway track champion interviews on Monday night. We've got those scheduled to, uh, to be playing through December and then the end of December. And then uh, we'll get probably in the next couple of weeks, we'll probably get uh, Shelby County speedway scheduled. So we've got those interviews that are going to go into the new year. So a uh, lot going on still as the uh, season is closing down. And then when we turn the corner, we've got the uh, driver swap meet in Columbus. We've got the World of Wheels car show. And then before you know what, we'll be back to racing. And uh, dirt racing will be back, and we'll all be back to our happy places. Dirk, anything uh, we left out and I need to make sure and cover? No. Um, I did just get a text back from Kyle that said he'd like to shoot for next week. Okay. So I'll try and set something up with him. Are we doing QSL on Monday? Uh, no, I, I, we don't, I don't have a, anybody scheduled and, uh, okay. I figured we would take a week or two off and, and then go back at it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we, we'll have to take two weeks off. Thanks. The week after that will be Thanksgiving. So, yeah, yeah, let's come back the week after Thanksgiving and, and do the Shelby County Speedway ones. Yeah, so that would be the 25th, 26th, 27th. I think the November 28th, I think would that would be that Monday, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Well, I'll go ahead and jump on that and create the Shelby County Speedway one and then start working on getting those uh, drivers scheduled. So, and maybe just depending on what kind of reaction we get from Shelby County, maybe reach out and see if we can grab Dennis on the same night or something. Okay. Yeah. Maybe do both of them at once. If we don't get a lot of drivers that are able to come over. Yeah. Kind of what I'm thinking. Did you happen to see or hear the Scott Bloomquist uh, interview with the Dale jr. Download? I saw it. I scrolled through it today. I did not listen to it. I had some running around to do, but I did see it go by and somebody. What? There was something about aliens or something. Yeah. It's, Listen, it's Scott being Scott. I was not surprised by an ounce of what I heard, but basically the clip that I listened to, I need to go and listen to the whole thing because we know how great of an interview Scott is. Yeah. But he said, uh, I don't know how they got on the topic, but but Dale says, you you believe in aliens. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're not the only thing out there. And, you know, and in true Scott form, he said, listen, one piece of advice I can give you you got a choice to go to the cigar-shaped ship or the saucer-shaped ship. The saucer-shaped ship is much, much more friendly. Go to the saucer-shaped <laughs> ship. And Dale says, really, the cigar-shaped ship's not that big. Because, oh, they're they're mean. They're not nice over there. Go to the, to the saucer-shaped ship. <laughs> and he's serious. He is dead serious. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to his racing career. He did get, you know, he did get uh, lifted up into one of them ships, and and uh, maybe it was a saucer ship first. So he decided to go ahead and take the trip up to the cigar ship, and it ruined his career. Yeah, it just didn't work out for him. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be back next week with another show. Have a great weekend. Get out and support the Hyatt family any way you can. There's a bunch of fundraisers, a bunch of ways that you could donate. Once again, there's a GoFundMe account. There's a Pinnacle Bank. Uh, I keep wanting to say Pinnacle Bank Arena. A Pinnacle Bank account that is set up for Kylie and for the family to be able to collect donations. There's also um, uh, bumper st- or, uh, uh, get well stickers. There's wristbands. There's feeds going on. There's so much that are going to be that's going to be going on to help out the Hyatt family. Uh, they need our help once again. I know. I remember when I first got into racing. Um, they, they had issues with uh, Bristol uh, when she was diagnosed with Rett syndrome. And so they, they were doing some fundraisers to, to help uh, pay for the cost for them to go back and forth to uh, Colorado for her treatment. And uh, the community really came out there and supported them. And it looks like we're doing the same thing this time, which is exactly what we should be doing. Help the Hyatts because uh, they would definitely be the kind of people that would help us anyway that if we needed it. So uh, get out there this weekend and help support the Hyatts. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been The Front Stretch. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been presented by Joe's Carding. The official watering hole of The Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is Happy Hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are kids' night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.
Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. 